Hey there, my name is Cole. Me and my buddy Kevin do a live comedy trivia night every Monday and Tuesday at a bar way up in North, North Canada. We say a lot of offensive and dumb things in between the questions, but since the beer is cheap, people keep showing up. And one of them told us that we should record it, and hopefully we become super rich and famous and I can buy a wig. If you like to laugh, learn, and maybe explore your body just a little bit too often, then welcome to Super Fun Time Trivia. Alrighty, welcome everybody to Super Fun Time Trivia Friday at the Moose. Hey. Sponsored by the fine, fine folks at Gateway City Brewery. Mm. Brewering. It's an adjective and a verb at the same time. It's whatever we want. If this is your first time here, the way that it works is pretty simple. There are four rounds of trivia. There are three general knowledge rounds and one music round. The theme of tonight's music round is the same thing that we did on Tuesday, but it's going to be different tunes. It's American Thanksgiving this weekend, so all of these songs have something to do with Thanksgiving. Right. Uh, the only rule of trivia is that there's no cell phones allowed at trivia. If you take your cell phone out during the trivia rounds, we will erase all of your points off of the board the same way... The North Bay City Council raced the tent city outside of their Did they their find building. They just no, you're out of here? It's gone today. They were like You know what? They bit off more than they could chew by threatening to poop on the library. <laughs> Get us a porta potty or we're crapping everywhere. No, you know what? That's it. We're done here. That's how they fixed it. They just they just took it. They're like, we've solved homelessness. It's gone now. We did it. Good One job. One of those guys with those little like sidewalk plows just Round one, question one. Round one, question one. Nice, easy, low ball question to make sure everybody gets some points right off the bat. Mario Kart 7 is the seventh game in the Mario Kart series. Which one is Super Mario Kart? Mario Kart 7 is obviously the seventh game in the Mario Kart series. Which one is Super Mario Kart? My favorite one personally is OK Mario Kart. And then... <laughs> Not bad, Mario Kart, yeah. Moderately good Mario Kart. Well, I, I got abysmal Mario Kart for Christmas. Yeah, they were just walking. Boards up. <laughs> Pushing shopping carts. Boards <laughs> up. We're looking for Super Mario Kart is the first one. It's the first one. It's on Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. That's why it's called Super Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. Everything was super. Question number two. Multiple choice question. What country was the first to grow plants indoors during approximately 1000 BCE? Was it A, China, B, India, or C, Istanbul? What country was the first to grow plants indoors in approximately 1,000 BCE. Was it A, China, B, India, or C, Istanbul? So I didn't know this, but growing plants inside used to be a sign of your wealth. And the main reason why was because usually if you were poor, you didn't have windows. No, and you probably <laughs> didn't have water or plants. Yeah. And most of your plants were probably eaten as soon as they sprouted. <laughs> Nobody eat this plant. It's got to grow a bit, and we'll get a potato out of it. Who ate the plant <laughs> while I was saying that? I used the single, the single corn leaf as a seasoning for my dirt pie. I don't know why this thing won't grow. Oh, I ate the seed. Boards up. <laughs> Boards up. You're looking for a China. A China. Yeah, they would have had an empire back then. They would have been all right. Question number three. True or false? London had to shred approximately 500,000 metro maps because of a slight misprint in the location of a station. True or false? London had to shred approximately 500,000 metro maps because of a misprint showing the incorrect location of a station. I've never really thought about this before. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Probably. Boards up. You're looking for. That is true. That is true. 
Yeah, so what happened was the one place, they had it located slightly outside of a certain uh, line area. So the fare would have been like 10 cents cheaper than it was supposed to be. So they were like, do we spend the hundreds of thousands of dollars to destroy all these or just make the fare 10 cents cheaper? Guess what they chose? Yeah, like, right, yeah. It's like that whole Trident gum thing when they took, like, that sliver off and they were saving fractions of a penny. And more and more Which works out to, like, billions of dollars in sales. Question number four. We're looking for to the closest 10. What percent... 11. (laughs) Yep. What percentage of the global population does not own a smartphone? What percentage of the global population does not own a smartphone? I guess another way that you could phrase this question is what percentage of the population, instead of sending nudes, is sending eight equal, 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 capital D, yeah. squiggly line, squiggly line. Right. Love that one. <laughs> Even with a smartphone, that's still one of my go-tos. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. You know, so. I send it to my mom all the time. Yeah. Hey. Boards up. Remember this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Boards up. What you're looking for? It's right in the middle, 50%. 50%. Nobody getting that one? Zero percent of you got it. Eighty-five percent of the entire world's population, though, owns a cell phone, which is pretty fucking crazy to think about. Is it, though? Yeah, I mean, dude. I don't know. It's like we're there, though. There's, like, kids digging diamonds in holes that are getting a call from their mom on their cell phone. <laughs> Probably not their mom. Yeah. Their mom was shot so that they could wait, like, work in the mine. Oh, okay. So, from their yeah, boss, whose their name boss. is Mom. Work harder. <laughs> All right, Bob. If you got time to answer your phone, you got time to lose your hands. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Question number five. Tricked you. No breaks. Mount Elbrus is the highest mountain in what country? Mount Elbrus is the highest mountain in what country? E-L-B-R-U-S. I also believe that it might be the highest mountain in all of Europe? I'm going to look that up right now. No. Oh, no. I'm thinking, what about? I'm thinking of Idra Elbrus. That's, he's very tall, very handsome man. Idris Elba. He is a bit of a mountain. I don't know. How tall is that guy? Is he tall? He's tall, right? No, this is the highest mountain in Europe. Highest mountain in Europe, folks. Uh, what about Mount Olympus? It's actually famously small. Just like the gods' penises themselves. Yeah. I mean, except Zeus. Well, no, he probably had a human-sized penis on a titan god body. That's why he kept changing into bulls, to have a big dick. Boards up. We're looking for Russia. We're looking for Russia. Ooh, Russia. Didn't think they had mountains, huh? No, they do. do. And it's apparently the biggest one in, in all of continental Europe. Nobody getting that one. Question number six, we got a sports question. Sports! Sports! Which Hall of Famer representing Canada at the Winter Olympics five times, capturing four gold medals, and even played for Team Canada once at the Summer Olympics in softball? Is it A, Haley Wickenheiser, B, Jennifer Botterill, or C, Cami Granado? What Hall of Famer representing Canada at the Winter Olympics five times, capturing four gold medals in ice hockey, and even played for Team Canada once at the Summer Olympics in softball, is it A, Haley Wickenheiser, B, Jennifer Botterill, or C, Cami Granado? They almost had to stop women's ice hockey because it was literally impossible to beat the Canadians. <laughs> it's not fair. It'd be like Canada versus the U.S., 12-1. And that was the U.S. That's the best we can do. That's it. Russia. 
Well, there was the one year that all the Russians uh, just shaved their mustaches and wore dresses. Yeah, yeah. What? That guy looks like Pavel Bure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's obviously Armir Yager, but he's too handsome to tell him he can't play. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for A. Haley Wickenheiser. A. Haley Wickenheiser. All right. Full crew. Way to be Canadian. There we go. Everybody. Her great-grandfather invented a pretty nice form of furniture. Her great-grandfather invented Wickenheiser. I get chairs. it. Yeah, yeah. Wicker. No, Wickenheiser. Don't be fucking stupid. Fuck Question off. number seven. True or false? I fucking hate you. In Japan, some traffic lights use blue to signal go because the language's original word for green encompassed both green and blue in its meaning. True or false? In Japan, some traffic lights use blue to signal go because the language's original word for green encompassed both green and blue in its meaning. So it's like if we had a word that was grew or bleen. <laughs> Which is what happened when a small kid tells you that you've been shot. You're bleeding. <laughs> that would be adorable if I wasn't dying. Please call an ambulance with your tiny hands. Yeah, with your tiny hands and fucking use words, please. We don't need an ambulance, okay? <laughs> I don't need a hospital. Boards up. <laughs> That's where rabbits go. Boards up. Are you looking for? That is true. That is true. Three. Got it. And that's it. Well, I mean, if you like, look at like. Japanese writing, it's obviously not as many characters as, you they know, English words. They of characters, Kevin. I know they do, but they mean, like, numerous things. Yeah, numerous specific yeah. things. Team number three was the only ones able to get that one. They're getting a bleen butt. Congratulations. It's All right. Bleening everywhere. You're going to want to go to the doctor. Yep. Question number eight. Multiple choice question. What natural fiber was often used to make the shrouds of Egyptian pharaohs after their death? Is it A, cotton, B, hemp, or C, flax? What natural fiber was often used to make the shrouds of Egyptian pharaohs? Is it A, cotton, B, hemp, or C, flax? You would think flax would be way cooler than it is, because it sounds pretty cool. What, like flax jacket, you mean? No, F-L-A-X. Yeah, I know. I thought... You, why does it sound? Why does that sound cool? Sounds like a fast axe. Also, if your penis gets too soft, it becomes flaccid. Boards up. Sure. Boards up. Looks like a sad grain. We're looking for C flax. C flax. Motoring right along through history. Learning about the history. Speaking of history, there are a lot of history questions in this round. I don't know. I don't Unless know you're doing. asking questions about right now, 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 everything's history. <laughs> What so. about now? No, 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 yeah. no, no. <laughs> 10.30? No, no. <laughs> to the closest 10 inches, how many inches were the tallest 16th century Venetian Chopine shoes, which necessitated using maids as crutches? To the closest 10 inches, how many inches tall were the tallest 16th century Venetian Chopine shoes, which necessitated using maids as crutches. So these are tall ass fucking shoes that are minimum 10 inches tall. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, they needed maids to get into them, so they would like use maids to like like balance them, right? Like Yeah, like yeah. like okay. hands yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why did they do stuff like that? Like that stupid penny farthing bike. It's like, why is it so tall, John? <laughs> I don't fucking know. I really lost it at that big wheel in the front. I was digging up a grave that had a giant in it, and he had, like, this fucking wheel, and I don't know. And I, I just loved it, and I loved, loved his shoes. 
<laughs> I just saw it. Gave him to my wife. She looks ridiculous. The maid's necks are broken. I mean, it's pretty funny when you think about it. Boards up. Venetian Chopin's shoes were 20 inches tall. 20 inches tall. All right. All right, Team 7. Okay. Way to know your early Victorian shoes. Round of applause, Team Number 7. Only ones to get that one right. Good job. You're getting an outrageously tall butthole. You might think I mean a, wide. A bleached white butthole for Victorian. Yeah, that's, that's how they, they showed their wealth. Where the Chinese had windows, the Victorian era was more about like bleached flour, sugar, bum holes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. It is a deep cut, but it's true. Question number 10, looking at the board right now. Team number three has a slight lead with five points. A bunch of people able to tie it up. Team number six, welcome to the fuck town, because that's where you are right now. Welcome to Fuck Mountain. Population, a large bear. Question 10. Two tickets to Fuckburg, please. What gen letter has been given to anyone born after January 1st, 2020, due to COVID-19? What gen letter has been given to anyone born after January 1st, 2020, due to COVID-19? So we got... Like Gen, gen X. Gen X, Gen Y. Obviously. We yeah. got the millennials. We got the Zeds. What? what is, where is it? That's crazy. I didn't know that they had one already. Yeah, because they're going to be fucking weird. Right. Do you know who uh, coined Gen X, Mr. Trivia? The X-Men? That's right. Professor Xavier. That is right. Scientist at large. You know it. That's actually how he lost his ability to walk. Chopin's shoes. Yeah, and his hair. <laughs> Different atmosphere up that high. Boards up. You're looking for Gen C. Gen C. They skipped right. A and B. I jumped mean, right to C. Team 3, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Why? Why did you not? How easy was it? What did you People write? People born in COVID, generation what? Q. Yeah. For really strange. Team number five is five. getting the win. They Yay. are getting a pitcher of beer from the fine folks at Gateway City. We'll be back in a minute with the second round of trivia. Thanks Whatever. For Whatever. <laughs> okay. A couple of Chopines. Chopines. That's a fun word. <laughs> True or false? The average toad mates approximately 200 times a day during their mating season, resulting in upwards of... 10 million tadpoles from a single frog per year. True or false, the average toad mates approximately 200 times a day during their mating season, resulting in upwards of 10 million tadpoles per year. Like Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> good. That's good. That's good. It's really good. It would have been funnier if it like, had like a toad reference, but there's not. it's not there. Lick Jagger? Oh, Lick Jagger. Nah, I don't know, but like, yeah. I don't know. That's deep. What's his name from Kiss? Yeah, the, no, I know. I'm trying to think tongue. of one, too. Yeah, Gene Simmons, but... Gene Swimmons. Hey! <laughs> there right, it is. All right, we got there. Boards up. <laughs> Boards up. We're looking for... That is false. That is false. Tadpole. Only about 50,000 tadpoles a year. Right, but it still bangs 200 times daily. It doesn't bang that much either. It so still bangs 200 times daily. It just has a smaller load. Yeah. <laughs> is it just a, like a tadpole that one comes out? No, the lady lays eggs and the man fertilizes. I don't know, actually know how that works, to be completely honest. Is it, is, it, is it one of those scenarios where, like, 
the male like has sex with the eggs or just like rubs up against them. Probably like, gross like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Question number two. We're looking for the closest ten for this one. According to Energy Star, approximately what percentage of energy is saved by a microwave cooking food compared to a conventional oven? According to Energy Star, approximately what percentage of energy is saved by a microwave cooking food compared to a conventional oven? The only issue is you'll break your teeth on the outside and kill yourself on the inside when you bite into it. Frozen on the outside, you mean? And then lava. Incorrect. Opposite. I've probably microwaved over 7,000 pizza pops in the last week. <laughs> yeah, dude. I eat pizza pops like toads fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a new thing you say now. That's a, that's a new saying. Oh, man. I see that like toads fuck. I'll tell you that. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for 80%. 80%. 80. All right. Four got it. Okay, don't be, don't be upset if you didn't get it, but don't celebrate either. It was a total guess. Nobody knows that. Unless you are Mr. Energy Star. Like, it's just a shot in the dark. If you got it, great. I mean, it's just a fucking point. Uh, actually, my name is Edward Energy Star, uh, and it's named <laughs> after my grandfather. My grandfather, Jeff Microwave. <laughs> uh, so, strangely enough, the burner uses, like the burner on a stove, uses 25% less energy for boiling water, but that's the only thing that the stove does more efficiently than the microwave, apparently. Boiling water? Yeah. yeah. If you boil it in a microwave, right. it takes a long time. Question number three. We got a sports question. Sports. Which Hall of Famer has the NHL record for the fastest three goals scored in a game? Is it A, Sid Abel, B, Bobby Hull, or C, Bill Mosineko? Which Hall of Famer has the NHL record for the fastest three goals scored in a game? Is it A, Sid Abel, B, Bobby Hull, or C, Bill Mosienko? Mosienko, M-O-S-I-E-N-K-O. Mosienko. Mosienko. Um, I, yeah, Mosienko, yeah. So he scored three goals in 21 seconds. Yeah. Which is fucking crazy. It is really... I mean, just to do that, it's almost like it would have to be like an open net. It would also have to be like most of the face-offs would probably need to be right by the net. All of the team has also died somehow, but the game for hasn't some, stopped. For, yeah, for some reason, they, they, they scored an actual official NHL game in your front yard when you're six. <laughs> And it actually counts in the records. Against your dad who's yeah. pissed drunk. Uh, Boards back. up. Boards up. We're looking for C, Bill Mosienko. Mosienko. One, five. Uh, who are the other guys? Sid Abel. Sounds like he'd be able to do it. You have made that joke the last time that I mentioned Sid Abel. Last time I met you, you said the same thing. Question number four. True or false? Nutella recently used a computer algorithm to create 7 million unique Nutella label designs. They produced every single one of them. True or false? Nutella recently used a computer algorithm to create 7 million unique label designs. They produced every single one of them. So I think mean, about... Dude, I know. It's well, crazy. When you print something, like if you print one of it, it's 10 bucks. If you print 100 of it, it's like... 100 bucks. No, it's like 11 bucks. If you print a thousand, it's like 12. 
Yeah, yeah, no, I get it, but like... So for them to print a new label for every single one... Right. But I mean... They got Nutella. Nutella is like on top of the like peanut butter, jelly, condiment area food chain. It's because they're allowed to just put as much sugar as they want in it. It's better than hazelnuts. Relax. (laughs) It's fine. This is actually good for you. You're like, I've had hazelnuts. I don't think they're this sweet naturally. I love that. It's like, it's actually good for you. It's like, they used to say that about cigarettes. Lord's up. We're looking for, that is true. That is true. And it sold out in 10 months. One month. Damn it. Kevin tried to read my little, I always had little additions to talk about I stuff. love your little additions. Kevin tried to read it and steal my research away your from thunder. me. Your thunder. Yeah, and I fucked it. Anytime I try to take a fucking shortcut or anything like that, busted instantly. Slapped right in the dick. I, never, I could never be a criminal. Question five. In what state is the television show without a trace set in? In what state is the television show without a trace set in? A little show about everyone's favorite thing to happen. Disappearing. Getting kidnapped. Yep. (laughs) If there's a person on this earth that doesn't have an incredibly innate fear of getting kidnapped and showing up on Unsolved Mysteries and having that guy with the weird deep voice come out of the alley (laughs) and be like, hey. I feel like that's a really unique scenario, though, that you would have been kidnapped. And then, and and I always thought about this, too. But then to be forced to watch... (laughs) <laughs> the special they do on you being kidnapped is really sadistic, even for kidnappers. I don't think that happened. Let's not talk about it in my basement. Boards well, up. Boards up. You're looking for New York. Your kids leave it today. What are you singing? New York by uh, Pat Benatar. <laughs> <laughs> Question number eight, six. Question six, I must have been on some kind of animal pregnancy website. Don't look at my search history. I'll go to jail. Approximately how many months long is the gestation period of a hippopotamus? Approximately how many months long is the gestation period of a hippopotamus? Those are endless, though, because there's so many weird and different ones in the animal kingdom. That's not a crazy question. I'm just going to be in the police station, and they're going to be like, you sick fuck. Normally, we find dogs fucking. Normally, we find horses fucking. You got goddamn tadpole pornography on here. You got got hippo penises. (laughs) Hippo dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That hippo killed a lion and then started fucking its face. You're going to do 10 years in prison. You know what they do to a guy like you? <laughs> Why are we doing this accent? That's a cop accent. That's how all cops talk. That's just a cop. Boards up. We're looking for hippos ha- are uh, eight months. Eight months. Eight months. I like how everybody guessed way higher because they're big. We would have taken eight or nine. Eight or nine months. But uh, everybody guessed 15. Well, they're gig- I mean, a hippo's gigantic and a human's like this big. So, like, what? Give it another 12 months? <laughs> I don't know. To bake it up to size? Yeah, that's why those animal gestation period questions are always good. It's, they're always bananas. My favorite one is still the possum, which is nine days. Yeah, just ripping. Those possums fuck more than toads. Question number seven. Here is a totally random one that if you actually know this, that's crazy. Oh, here we go. Multiple choice question. Which of these famous people was born on February 29th, a.k.a. the leap year day? Is it A, Ja Rule, B, Bill Nye, or C, Liz Hurley? 
Which of these famous people was born on a leap year day? Was it A, Ja Rule, B, Bill Nye, or C, Liz Hurley? That means that they're like seven years old, technically. Did you get the job? Yeah, what job? The one writing the trivia questions at the beginning of the movies at the cinema? That's what this <laughs> sounds like. You got it, didn't you? I work for and this is one of the ones. I work for Cineplex now. Oh, my God. You're the new guy. The new tech guy. Yeah, and then I got to find a picture of them and, like, scramble it on Photoshop yep. really poorly. <laughs> That's you? You don't have a department. That's just all That's you. That's all me. Wow. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for a Ja Rule. A Ja Rule. Ja Rule. You can tell by his weird face. And it's weird, Ja Rule. You have, like, a really old man face and a tiny boy body. You look like you're seven, but 50 <laughs> at the same time. You must really be a weird. leap year baby. Yeah. Question number eight. The Wizarding School's Potion Championship is held every how many years in the Harry Potter universe? The Wizarding School's Potions Championship is held every how many years in the Harry Potter universe? You know what's nice for me to see whenever you ask a Harry Potter question? Somebody not scrambling for the board. <laughs> You know, not like, because like almost all teams have that like super fucking, I'm into Harry Potter, man. I'm into the whole goddamn universe. Like in a film fight scene where two people are struggling and someone drops the gun and somebody's like scrambling so yeah, desperately for totally. the marker? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, that usually happens. And uh, well, I was just watching this table because it's the only one allowed around us legally. But yeah, nobody did it. And I was like, that, that's odd. I expected someone to just start scratching at the table. Because that's what they did. They go nuts. They're like, oh, I know it. Finally, one for me. Boards up. Boards up. It is every seven years. Every seven years. Ooh, ouch. No ouch. Harry Potter fans up in the house. Dude, I fucking love that. This room just got a whole lot more comfortable for me. Normally, the Harry Potter fans are thick in this place. You're right. That's what I mean. That's what I was saying. All the people that normally ask me to do an entire round of Harry Potter questions, guess what? I've just proven you right. Yeah. Never going to happen. Totally. Question nine. In 2007, Pink sang about you plus your what? In 2007, Pink sang about you plus your what? I will give you a hint. It is a body part. It's a, it's a part of the human anatomy. I was going to say vacuum cleaner, but... <laughs> you and your vacuum cleaner. You and your vacuum cleaner. Every time I walk in... You and your vacuum cleaner at 3 a.m. in this apartment <laughs> building, and I don't know why you're vacuuming at 3 a.m. You and your weird curry-based dishes that I can smell through my door. <laughs> <laughs> the best part about living in an apartment is... The food scent. I mean, a lot of the time now, it's like, that's math. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> oh, that's math. That's, that's smoking chemicals. That's hot Listerine. Yeah. Boards up. Yeah, that's math or Dave's making chlorine again. Boards up. We're looking for you and your hand. You and your hand. You and your hand. Surprisingly, not enough people wrote you and your penis. Question number 10. Looking at the board right now, one of the lowest rounds of all... Time. T number four is in Lee with four points. T number one has three points. T number three has three points. T number six has no points. Oh, man. Take your bed, throw it out because the shit will never come out of it. Question number 10. A subsidiary of what car company 
created the first QR code in 1994 to track car parts. A subsidiary of what car company created the first QR code in 1994 to track car parts? What was it? So they were like, hey, these barcodes aren't yeah. quite cutting it. We need something with a little bit more data. I want to know specifically what rim color we got on here. Which is yeah, also you're right. Yeah, I imagine that's probably exactly what happened. <laughs> that's also something that they say in porn films sometimes. I need to know what rim color we're working with here. Spinners or no? <laughs> I... No, I know. Yeah. Are we going with a tan and taupe, or going all the way to tan and taupe? Is it pure rust colored? Because I'm not bleached Victorian era Chopin shoes. Yeah, it tains the pigment of the skin. Is what I'm saying. Boards up. Boards up. You're looking for Toyota. We're looking for Toyota. Team number one is going to be getting the round. They're getting a bonus point for overall. All right, we're back for the third round of trivia, the music round. If this is your first time doing trivia with us, the way the music round works is a little bit different than the other rounds because for each question, there's a possibility of two points per question. You get a point for the correct song title and a point for the correct band name. With regards to that, you do have to be 100% accurate on those. If you write The Police and Song by... I almost said Prince. Sure, <laughs> he'd be right? incorrect. I mean, yeah. that would be wrong. Yeah, for sure. Right. What do you think that band would have been like? The Police featuring Prince. Fucking brilliant. Probably too much sex. Brilliant, yeah. They'd just be smooching the whole time. It's <laughs> and every, Prince kissing. I just came a little bit, just a dribble. Um, yeah, so you got to have 100% correct answer. The theme tonight's music round is Thanksgiving. So all the song titles or band names have something lightly associated with the idea of Thanksgiving. So it might be that the word thanks is in the song title. It might be that the word fall, knife, autumn. carve, fall, uh, cranberries. Guys, we're going to play a song, and if you know it, hey, you're going to get some points. If you don't, sorry. Question number one. This band put out a new album today. Oh, really? Yeah. Have I listened to it? No. Will I? Probably not. I don't want to see my heroes get sadder. You oh, know? dude. Yeah. Just watch uh, watch them riding a roller coaster. Changes. Everything's fucked. Boards that we're looking for today by the Smashing Pumpkins. Today by the Smashing Pumpkins. Seven. Oh, Jesus Christ. One point. Seven. Smashing Pumpkins. Ooh, tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow's the greatest. I got ESP. <laughs> I see in the future. I'm going to win the lottery. Stop it. This is good. I know. The other thing that I forgot to mention is, is the idea for this playlist didn't come from me. It came from my buddy Derek Fisher, who sends me playlist ideas that he actually doesn't just send me the idea. He sends me like a total fucking playlist with songs, and then I just cherry pick the ones that I want. So thanks, Derek, for doing this for me. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Question number two. Hear what I have to say. A little bit of CanCon for you. Yeah. A man who looks more and more like a bloodhound every day that he lives. He is a bloodhound. <laughs> Those droopy gels. Go get them. Boards up. We're looking for Harvest Moon by Neil Young. Harvest Moon by Neil Young. 
Somebody said Neil Diamond, and I don't know if they were joking or not. But he's a fucking hero, too. Question number three. Since you met me, like when Chrysler made that one car that looked just like the Bentley, I always saw you for what you could have been. And even when it's business with you, it's personal again. I think my favorite thing about this guy is he just like, he raps like if a crazy person was mumbling to themselves. You remember that one car that was Chrysler made? No, it's not incoherent. It's just that he's, I've been thinking a lot about what you told me on Tuesday. It was a very strange conversation. Let me bring it up on this recording. Yeah, man. I know a lot of musicians that write, like, vocal melodies by reading, like, a magazine or a newspaper. He just didn't go to the lyric writing part of it. Boards up. We're looking for Keep the Family Close by Drake. Keep the Family Close by Drake. Like on Thanksgiving. Five. What point? I wish it was called Thanks for Nothing. Question number four. Here we go. Do you think that when they wrote that, they knew? They were like, man, strippers are gonna fucking love this song. Yeah, that's why they were like surrounded by strippers all the time. That makes sense. That was just like, that's the way it worked. It was like, hey, write something that, uh, I don't know, a girl would dance naked to. Boards are looking for Cherry Pie by Warrant. Cherry Pie by Warrant. Question number five. Here we go. I just want to know who that bass player is. Dude, it's the same guy who works in like literally every uh, like television show theme song. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, nobody knows who he is. They call him Johnny Johnny Fourteen Fingers. <laughs> He's got a terrible birth <laughs> defect, but it works yeah. really well for him. Boards up. We're looking for We Are Family by Sister Sledge. We Are Family by Sister Sledge. I've thought about this for like decades they literally stole one of the greatest metal band names of all time question number six huh this one's for kevin now this is a story of a good man Kevin said, this isn't the one that I like. It's not the one that I like. So that means that I'm never fucking doing anything nice for you again. This is how Cole is abusive to me. <laughs> well, then you don't like the first time I fucking do something wrong, then I'm never doing it again, and you're going to hate it. Boards that we're looking for, Pumpkinhead by the Misfits. Pumpkinhead by the Misfits. One, one point, that's it. The fact that you're in the Dude. Yeah, that's, uh, to me, anyway, to me personally, that's poo-poo misfits. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, we have misfits at home. <laughs> to me. Yeah. Team number one is getting a pumpkin hole. There you go. That's just where pumpkins go sometimes if you're feeling lonely. Pumpkin stem. The small ones. Question number seven.
I mean, you know the voice. You probably have no idea what the fuck the name of the song title is. But This is a hit song. This isn't just like a, a nothing song. Yes. Yeah, it wouldn't be, well, it wouldn't be weird that you got it. We're looking for Take Me Home by Phil Collins. Take Me Home by Phil Collins. Always a roll of dice. Always a roll of dice with Phil. Interestingly, all of the people that got the song title wrote, wrote Genesis. Genesis. But it's the roll of the dice. Is, you got to do that with Phil. It's interesting. It's just one of those That fong, that song, fucking that what? That fong, <laughs> <laughs> that song, fucking speaks to seven-year-old me in some way. Fucking wall punch time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know what the stud is. Break yeah. your little hand. Yeah, it's the equivalent to like your age of of like when that came out. That's like uh, Footloose dancing in the forest. Yeah. Except you're just like air punching in the basement. Boards that we're looking for break stuff. By Limp Biscuit, break stuff by Limp Biscuit. Oh, is it in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater? It might be. No. It's in a game. It probably is. It's not in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Ryan's right. You're wrong. It's actually called Limp Biscuit Pro Skater now. <laughs> Question, Fred, <laughs> Fred Durst. Pro Question skater. nine. Here we go. Thought I'd end up with Sean, but it wasn't a match. Wrote some songs about Ricky. Now I listen and laugh. So I did double check. Limp Biscuit has not been in any Tony Hawk games, but the first video is how to create Fred Durst on Tony Hawk Pro Skater, the new one. So if anybody's looking, so for there we are. That's proof in the pudding. That's it. <laughs> Limp Biscuit is in Tony Hawk. Let's Bo go. Boards up. Boards up. We're looking for "Thank You Next" by Ariana Grande. Thank you next by Ariana Grande. Question number 10, looking at the board right now, team number one is going to be getting the round with 15 points. Nobody else able to tie it up, but uh, nobody else doing that shitty either. Let's do a really difficult one then. Yeah. Any chance, any chance that I can to sneak a couple tunes. In your credit, it's been a while. Like a fairly long while, actually. This used to be weekly for me. <laughs> Boris up. Boris up. We're looking for Thanks a Lot by Third Eye Blind. Thanks a Lot by Third Eye Blind. Impressed. Whoa, impressed. There you go. You've impressed Cole. The fact that three different teams got two points in that makes me very happy. Yeah. Like sure. I said, team number one is going to be winning the round with 17 points. Hokey Dina. Good stuff. I don't know what the fuck you're doing, but I'm going to come over there with a knife and I'm going to cut every single one of your fucking hands off and put them into different people's every asses. Every one of them. Every hand. You notice how he didn't... He, he also included people with multiple hands. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to discriminate. Yeah, yeah. Those with three, four hands, you know, I'm not going to... I'll take them all. Question number one. Your hands, they're mine. What is the most electrically conductive metal on Earth? What is the most electrically conductive metal on Earth? This is the metal that defines conductivity and pretty much all other metals are compared to it. They're like, wow. I mean, that one's good. 
But it's not as good as rubidium. Not as good as a gold-plated HDMI cable. Oh. I remember, like, people trying to tell me that, like, that was, like, the best conductor in the world. It's like, hey, it's going to run smooth. You're going to see colors that you didn't even know existed. But I could just take acid to do that. And it's way cheaper than this HDMI cable. Boards up. We're looking for... It's not copper. We're looking for silver. We're looking for silver. Silver, five, got it. So silver is uh, out of 100, 100% conductive. Copper is 90% conductive. And gold is 76%. So, And that's just according to scientists. Question number two. Which of the following characters never spoke a single line in any of Charles Adams' original Adams Family cartoons? Is it A, Uncle Fester, B, Gomez, or C, Morticia? Which of the following characters never spoke a single line in any of Charles Adams' original Adams Family cartoons? Is it A, Uncle Fester, B, Gomez, or C, Morticia? I'm thinking, do you think that there's been a porn remake where his name is Uncle Fister? Yeah, 100%. The only name they didn't change was fucking The Thing, or fucking <laughs> whatever it was, Thing, that hand, yeah. Mortusha? Yeah. And Blomez. And it wasn't Lurch, it was Girth. Boards up, you're looking for A, Uncle Fester. A, Uncle Fester. Uncle Fester. Question three. If something is Mikado, what color is it? If something is Mikado, what color is it? So I'll give you a hint. It's one of those main, main Jane colors. Don't write tan. Don't write taupe. I had to explain to kids the difference between cool and warm colors today in class. And then one of them right. said, well, technically white's also a warm color because, you know, fire is like white hot. And I was like, I hate when you're right. It makes me angry. Kids are extremely logical when they're young, you know what I mean? Like, things are very simple. And, and a lot of that crap is like, you're actually right. <laughs> but know? I'm insecure with my ego, so I have to yell at you for interrupting me. Sorry. Guess what? You're getting detention even though you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Boards up. Things that are Mikado are yellow. Yellow. Lots of people guessing blue. Yellow. Nobody getting yellow. Have you seen Mikado? Is that how they use it? No. No. Uh, have you seen my Mikado wall? There we go. That's better. I just peed my pants, and now my white pants have been stained a dull shade of Mikado. Great. <laughs> Question number four. Now I have to change my shoes because my white pants. Multiple choice question. Which of the following has received geographic indicator status along with champagne, Stilton cheese, and Vidalia onions? Is it A, scotch? B, Rubos, or Rubios, or whatever the fuck you pronounce it. Or C, German Shepherds. Which of the following have received geographic indicator status along with champagne, Stilton cheese, and Vidalia onions? Is it A, Scotch, B, Rubios, or C, German Shepherds? So geographic status indicator right. is basically that you're not allowed to call something that if it's not from, from that, that specific place. Like the Bloomin' Onion. Yeah. And TGI Fridays. Exactly. Hey, I don't care what they're calling it. It ain't a blooming onion. Stilton cheese comes from a very tall place where people have long legs. That's what I was actually going to ask. Stilt on cheese. Yeah. yeah. Boards up. And they just stand on it. And you have to try and pull it out without them falling. Boards up. We're looking for B. Rubios. B. Rubios. Roybus. Is it Roybus? 
Sorry, everybody that spoke up. I was asking the two teams that got it right. Uh, it's actually Roybius. Yeah, that sounds like a mix between a Transformer and Roy Orbison. Question number five. Which copy ability does Kirby not have in the 1993 Kirby's Adventure game? Is it A, Hammer, B, Stone, or C, Poison? Which copy ability does ha Kirby not have in the 1993 Kirby's Adventure game? Is it A, Hammer, B, Stone, or C, Poison? Did you play a, a lot of Kirby? Yeah. I didn't. I associated with him on a physical level. Of course you did. I've actually seen you eat an actual star. <laughs> For our Marvel listeners, he is Galactus. I thought that it would give me superpowers, but instead it just gave me diarrhea. That's because you ate Pudo. Boards up. We're looking for C, poison. C, poison. Kirby would never have anything to do with poison. Instead, he would suck in one of your friends and fire it at you. He also uh, does not like the band poison either, just to clarify that. Yeah, well, I mean, Kirby and most of humanity. Question number six. In what decade was the first electric bike mass produced by Yamaha? In what decade was the first electric bike mass produced by Yamaha? Important to note, it wasn't fully electric. It was pedal-assisted. Moped. So, well, not even a moped. But electric, yeah, I got it. It was like you flick a switch and it pedals a little bit for you. Like it helps right. you out. Well, they have those now. This one was specific in that it actually just had a 47-foot-long thin silver wire attached to it. It was just a tall, thin piece of sheet metal just waving on the back <laughs> of a banana seat. Boards up. <laughs> it happened in 1993, 1990s. Wow. Nope. <laughs> Nobody getting that one either. Yeah. Amazing. Who is the only player in the NBA to ever score 100 points in a single game? Who is the only player in the NBA to score 100 points in a single game? James Naismith's ghost. <laughs> Just all by himself. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> full game. There's a full game. Full recorded game. I wish I weren't dead. This would be really cool. <laughs> yeah. Man, these meshes are sure better than a, an old peach basket. But how am I going to use the basket if there's a hole in the bottom? Yeah, and then they put, and then you think what they're coming up with is the whole thing is emptied and the ball falls through it. But no, what they took away from that was a tiny hole so that the guy could still come over with the broom handle and poke and it, out. it up. Yeah. Boards up. Boards that we're looking for, Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt the Stilt Chamberlain, inventor of Stilton cheese. He also invented chamber pots because he had to poo in a different room than what he was standing in. <laughs> He's so tall, it just wouldn't work. There was no toilets that were far enough away from a wall that he could sit on. There's no such thing as 12-foot toilets back then. Question number eight. What U.S. state did Lyndon B. Johnson, Buddy Holly, Janis Joplin, and our favorite Marine, Jeff Leobold, come from? What U.S. state did Lyndon B. Johnson, Buddy Holly, Janis Joplin, and our good buddy Jeff Leobold come from? So just give me a U.S. state. This is one that was kind of accidental. Jeff Man, Leobold. I love it. I love this guy. Jeff didn't send me this one. I am happy to give him a shout out. He's a master of memes. Boards up. We're looking for Texas. We're looking for Texas. 
Big T. Team Seven actually wrote Wexit, which is what Alberta's trying to do, but we'll right. take it anyways. They're the Texas of Canada. Yeah. Question number nine. In which Friday the 13th movie did Jason Voorhees acquire his co- uh, his hockey mask? In which Friday the 13th movie did Jason Voorhees acquire his hockey mask? Hockey mask. <laughs> his hockey mask. Yeah, the fact when you were like his... And I... <laughs> I was like, I can't wait to find out what word this is because you paused an extra bit. His mom chopped it off, and that's why he's so angry. Boards up. We're looking for number three. Number three. Yeah, dude. Number two was the first one with Jason, but he wore that burlap sack. Two. Nice. Good job. That's it. They're the only ones who got it. Round of applause, team number two. Getting a a totally massacred anus. Congratulations. Question number 10. (laughs) 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 Ha ha. Sasha goes. Thank you you for laughing at my bad jokes. Massacred anus. Question 10. Love you, babe. Looking at the board right now. Another little round. Team number one has a slight lead with four points. Team number two, four, and five. And seven able to tie it up. Team number five, knowing that silver was conductive, was not enough to help them dig out of the shit-filled hole that they've made their home. Question number 10. What children's toy is created by mixing silicone oil and boric acid? What children's toy is created by mixing silicone oil and boric acid? Fleshlight. (laughs) No, incorrect. Not oh, appropriate. Hang on. hang on a second. Have you seen one in real life? I've actually never seen Me one neither. in real life. I mean, neither, and I would tell you that. I would. I would. I wish. I saw one online, though, that had, like, a vampire's mouth. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. There's different settings or whatever. Or maybe so a, they could have anything, A really. large ear. Yeah, just like a, like a thatch of seaweed that you have to get through. <laughs> There's like a tiny fish at the end or something. I don't know. A giant I don't go fishing. Boards up. (laughs) Boards up. We're looking for Silly Putty. We're looking for Silly Putty. It's just the silliest. Team one is going to be getting the win with five points. Round of applause, team number one. That means that they are getting the gift certificate for the 10 bucks from the moose. And they're clearly also winning everything. Yeah, they're winning overall with 24 points. Good stuff. They're getting another $15 gift certificate from the fine folks at the moose. Before we take off with that, I just want to thank you guys for coming out and supporting live entertainment at the moose. It wouldn't be the same as me. Super fun time trivia is recorded every week live in front of an uncaring audience. It's also edited slightly to make it a little bit easier on your ears. You can catch past and future episodes wherever you find your podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please rate it and review it on iTunes and every other available place. It would mean a lot to us to help us get this bad boy off the ground. And if you hated it, please send us scathing hate mail or tasteful news of your grandparents to superfuntimetrivia at gmail.com. If you have an idea for a question or a music round, send it to that same email. We might use it on the show, and if we do, you'll get your name said on the internet. And won't you just be the coolest person in the whole world? Thanks again for listening, and as always, I'm sorry, Mom.